0: It's Tuesday, February 8, 2011.
1: Was the White House responsible for blackouts in Texas? Some right-wingers say yes. Surprise, The cost of extreme weather keeps rising. Plus... Even as
0: we make America the best place on earth to do business businesses also have a responsibility to america
1: a cool reception for president obama at the chamber of commerce
0: all of that and more straight ahead i'm brad friedman of bradblog.com
1: and i'm desi doyan
0: stand by for six minutes of independent green news politics analysis and snarky comment it's all the fun of watching someone get electrocuted
1: without having to go to texas
0: (laughs) yep sure is this is your green news report Okay, Des, I know we talk almost every week about the fact that weather does not equal climate. These are two different things. And yet, we are reporting week after week after week, month after month, it seems to me, of increasingly extreme weather. We've got another uh, huge blizzard said to be moving now into the Midwest this week. We've got flooding in Saudi Arabia. One natural disaster after another predicted by climate scientists years ago and attributed to changes in the climate.
1: That's right. Climate scientists predicted years ago that higher global temperatures would put more energy into the atmosphere and intensify a trend towards more extreme weather events. And 2010's worldwide wave of extreme weather events continues into 2011. As you mentioned, in Australia, they're used to living with extremes, but they must be suffering from extreme weather whiplash. On the east side of the continent, flooding continues from last week's cyclone Yasi, the second strongest cyclone ever to hit the country. It's formed an inland lake now, stretching across the outback. But on the west coast, a new out-of-control wildfire exacerbated by a years-long prolonged drought has burned over 60 homes near Perth. And over in Saudi Arabia, as you mentioned, they're also experiencing a record winter monsoon season. Last week, the city of Jeddah was inundated with flash floods after a torrential rainstorm dropped a full season of rain in just four hours.
0: And we've got some extraordinary video of cars, dozens and dozens of cars being swept down the street, uh, which turned into a river in Saudi Arabia. Some remarkable video at our website, greennews.bradblog.com.
1: And yes, all of these disasters are expensive. The Chinese government's top meteorologist estimates that extreme weather events in China in 2010, from fires to floods to droughts, killed nearly 5,000 people and cost the country over $75 billion, with a B in damages.
0: Add to that what we reported last week, that more people have died from weather-related natural disasters over the past year than in the past 40 years from terrorism. We need to rethink our priorities, it seems to me.
1: And in the U.S., you may have heard some right-wing commentators immediately blaming the Obama administration for the rolling blackouts in Texas during last week's Groundhog Day blizzard. They claimed Obama's environmental policies prevented the building of additional coal-fired power plants. (laughs) Only problem is it's not true, at least according to the folks who actually run the Texas electric grid. They said more power plants would have made no difference because extreme cold temperatures literally froze up their equipment and caused mechanical failures across the state, preventing the transmission of electricity.
0: Yeah, whatever. I'm still blaming Obama.
1: Speaking of President Obama, he addressed the annual conference of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce on Monday, the nation's most powerful business lobbying group in Washington. As he has over the last two years and in last month's State of the Union address, Obama again made the case for investing in research, education, and infrastructure to foster innovation and, quote, win the future.
0: Winning the future is not just about what the government can do for you to succeed. It's also about what you can do to help America succeed. He received a pretty chilly reception, it seemed to me, yesterday from the Chamber of Commerce. But as I noted uh, last night on the Mike Malloy Show, which I was guest hosting and will be doing again tonight and all this week, the Chamber of Commerce and these businesses have one bottom line. That is, they have a legal fiduciary duty to their shareholders, period. They don't have to be nice to Americans. They don't have to help Americans get jobs. And I think that that is something that President Obama seems to not really be taking into account as he reaches out to the These uh, folks on the right, hoping that if he's nice enough, they'll play along with him and, and help him. I don't think so.
1: I think most Americans are rather cynical and realize that nothing gets done in this country unless big business is on board.
0: You mean big job creators. You notice they don't use the word business anymore. It's job creators.
1: And as Think Progress has documented, the chamber has a history of being focused on boosting profits, not creating American jobs, including lobbying for legislation to help outsourcing and against legislation that would have created 1.7 million jobs over the last two years.
0: For much more on that and all the other stories we did, did not get to today, please check out our website, greennews.bradblog.com. We are listener supported independent media. So while you're at our website, please consider hitting that donate button to help us stay on your mainstream public airwaves to keep telling you the truth while so many others are simply lying to you. I'm Brad Friedman,
1: and I'm Desi Doyen, and this
0: has been your Green News Report. They're quite aware of what they're going through. Change your hands. Turn and face the strand. Ch- ch- Change your hands. Ch- 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 Don't tell them to go up. Un-